Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. I would say happy Friday, but I really hate saying happy Friday. (laughs) It is Friday. It is September the 10th. It is a uh, date in history that we will never forget. Tomorrow, of course, it's September the 11th. It is September the 10th. Right now in Afghanistan, we have armed the Taliban more than they could have ever imagined. And tomorrow, September the 11th, the 20th anniversary of the greatest terrorist attack on the history of the world happens and because of joe biden it's a celebration for the taliban they have control of the country they have 85 billion dollars worth of uh of equipment <laughs> Eighty-five thousand million. it's eighty-five thousand million, by the way Eighty-five thousand million <laughs> of our equipment is being uh used by the taliban Unbelievable. I'm going to get into this a little bit today, guys. And, and, and what I want to really focus on today, and there's, there's plenty to talk about. I want to talk about Joe Biden and mask mandates and vaccine mandates. We're going to get to that. And we're going to talk to my friend Jason Miller, who's a uh, major player in the Trump administration. He just escaped Brazil. He escaped Brazil. An American citizen who went there to speak at a conservative conference and was held by Brazilian authorities. Oh my goodness. His story. It's coming up. How much equity do you have in your home, by the way? 50,000, you got 100,000, you got 2,000, whatever, it doesn't matter. There's a good chance that cyber criminals are looking at your home and going oh hey hey let's let's take out a loan let's take out a loan on your equity on your home and then you wake up the next morning and you go what the hell and you realize that somebody has stolen your identity and somebody has uh, uh taken out a loan on your home and you're screwed home title lock will prevent that from happening on your home your most valuable asset ever go to hometitlelock.com use the promo code radio 30 days of free protection and it's really cool because i i have it now i have protection on my home for a couple of months now and i've seen people are dinging on ding 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 on my home going oh this is really important Really important. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, use the promo code RADIO, all right? 
If you want to keep people from stealing your identity, stealing your home, it's pretty important. Pretty important stuff. So Joe Biden has basically said that if you don't get the vaccination, he's going to go after you. He said that any business over 100 employees, and this is what they did with uh, what the Obamacare, right? Any employer uh, with 100 and it was 50, I think it was 50 employees. They'd go after you if you didn't cover your employees. Joe Biden is saying he will go after employers who have 100 employees or more, and he will go after you if those those people are not vaccinated. Now, uh, as far as vaccination is concerned, I, 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 I don't have a problem necessarily with vaccination, but the more this administration pushes me to not to vaccinate, I go, screw you. There's a lot of reasons for that. Anthony Fauci, over a year ago, said you got to wear a mask. Went to a baseball game without a mask on. Nancy Pelosi says you got to wear a mask in the House of Representatives. But if you're in the Senate, eh, not necessary. You're being played, guys. You're being played. I don't want to die of COVID. I don't want to catch COVID. I get it. I get it. But you cannot trust the government. You cannot trust those who were in charge. Here is uh, President Biden, who is a tool, by the way, talking about the uh, emergency rule to employers. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about... This is really funny. He's casting aside the idea of freedom and personal choice. It's kind of funny. Protecting yourself and those around you. It's not about freedom. It's not about personal choice. (laughs) Wow. The people you work with. The people you care about. The people you love. My job as president is to protect all... I don't trust you because you're a liar. All Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Um, here's the deal. Uh, I am uh, self-employed. I have a home studio. Uh, so fortunately, I am protected by this nonsense. Um, but if I were at a, a major employer, and I would certainly hope that people say, uh, screw you. With regard to this mandate, certainly would say, screw you to this mandate. The vast majority of Americans are doing the right thing. Nearly three quarters of the eligible have gotten at least one shot, but one quarter has not gotten any. That's nearly 80 million Americans not vaccinated. And a country as large as ours, that's 25 percent minority. That 25 percent can cause a lot of damage, and they are. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals i certainly trust somebody who can't put two uh words together to form a sentence 
or overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack. You're uh, full of crap, actually. Uh, I have a hospital near my home, and and the 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 emergency room is not is not flooded with COVID patients. Pancreatitis or cancer. Pancreatitis. It's not even a word. Well, what makes it incredibly more frustrating is that we have the tools to combat COVID-19, and a distinct minority of Americans, supported by a distinct minority of elected officials, are keeping us from turning the corner. These pandemic politics... We don't believe you anymore. Six, sorry, further, are, are, make, ...are making people sick, causing unvaccinated people to die. We no, they're not. They're not, actually. Here is uh, Joe Biden's six-point plan, by the way. He's got a six-point plan for uh, vaccination. ...plan to require more Americans to be vaccinated to combat those blocking public health. My plan also increases testing protects our economy, and will make our kids safer in schools. It consists of six broad areas of action and many specific measures in each that in each of those actions you can read more about in WhiteHouse.gov. WhiteHouse.gov. <laughs> this next- guy, he can barely speak, and he's telling how you how to live your life. Measures. These are going to take time. To have full impact. But if we implement them, I believe and the scientists indicate yes. that the months ahead we can reduce the number of unvaccinated Americans. You've kind of promised this for like two years. Americans, decrease hospitalizations and deaths. And allow our children to go to school safely and keep our economy strong by keeping businesses open. Nobody believes you anymore. First, we must increase vaccinations Uh. among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. With nearly 80 million... That would be forcing people. ...eligible Americans who have not gotten vaccinated. Many said they were waiting for approval from the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. We don't trust those people anymore. Well, last month, the FDA granted that approval. So, the time for waiting is over. This summer, You have to be forced to do what the government wants you to. We made progress through the combination of vaccine requirements and incentives, as well as the FDA approval. Four million more people got their first... Wow. He really doesn't get it, does he? He doesn't get it. He doesn't get that Americans are going, no. When you look at what's going on in the country... And you look at the daring choice. It is a daring choice. It really is. To not get vaccinated or to say nonsense to all of this. It is a daring choice. Phil Valentine, radio talk show host, he said no to the vaccine and he died. The media said that he died of COVID. His obituary will forever be... Phil Valentine rejects the COVID vaccination and dies. I don't think Phil Valentine's life should have that exclamation point on it. It's frightening. It is frightening. I don't want to get uh, uh, COVID. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, my obituary, no matter how I die, 
and, and maybe I'm taking a, a risk here because I, I hope to live many more years on this planet, but I have a funny feeling because I doubt uh, some of the things that are going on with the government and with COVID that if I do pass, I will somehow be pinned as an anti-vaxxer and the reason why I died is because of it. This is uh, very frightening to me. It's very frightening to me. I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-COVID. Uh, I think it exists. And it certainly will affect those who are uh, who have uh, uh, pre-existing conditions. And by God in heaven, I don't want anyone to catch this thing. My mother is 92 years old. She passed away four months ago. She went to the hospital and they said, uh, you have tested positive. You have the antibody in your body, in your system. And, uh, and she never knew she had it. So, okay, great. I'm glad she survived. She died of old age. But honestly, when you have a president forcing a vaccination on you, I have a real problem with it. Here's more from President Joe Biden. And for other sectors... I issue this appeal to those of you running large entertainment venues, yes. sports arenas, yes. concert venues, yes. movie theaters. Yes. Please require folks to get vaccinated or show a negative test as a condition of entry. And to the nation's family physicians, pediatricians, GPs, general practitioners, you're the most trusted medical voice. You cannot have freedom in this country unless you listen to this man with regard to a vaccination. That's what he's saying. To your patients, you may be the one person who can get someone to change their mind about being vaccinated. Tonight, I'm asking each of you to reach out to your unvaccinated... I don't believe you anymore. ...vaccinated patients over the next two weeks and make a personal appeal to them... Damn it! ...to get the shot. America needs your personal involvement in this critical effort. My message to unvaccinated... Where are the body pits? Where are the body pits? I want to know where the body pits are. I want to know where the body pits are behind Walmart and Target and Home Depot and Lowe's. I want to know where the body pits are. Where are they? Where are they? Why don't I know anyone? (coughs) Excuse me. Why don't I know anyone who's died of COVID? I want to know. Why doesn't my son know anybody who's died of COVID? Why doesn't my daughter know anyone who's died of COVID? Why is it my wife has a dear friend who she works with whose father died They put on his death certificate, he had COVID, and he never got tested. I want to know why. Why? It's not a bad thing to ask these questions. The Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? I don't believe you anymore. Here is the uh, president of the United States threatening governors of states around the country for uh, not imposing vaccination mandates. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, 
I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. Oh. <laughs> He's going to get you out of the way. <laughs> He's going to get you out of the way. Wow. Just wow. Here he is talking about uh, expanding of testing, uh, by the way. And tonight, we're announcing that no later than next week, each of these outlets will start to sell at-home rapid test kits at cost for the next three months. This immediate price reduction for at-home test kits for up to 35% reduction. We'll also expand, expand free testing at 10,000 pharmacies around the country. It's free. We'll commit, we're committing $2 billion. That's free. To purchase nearly 300 million rapid tests for distribution to... How can anything free be a, a negative? Community health centers, food banks, schools, so that every American, no matter their income, can access free and convenient tests. This is important to everyone. Wow. Particularly for a parent or a child with a child not old enough to be vaccinated. Wow. You'll be able to test them at home and test those around them. In addition to testing, we know masking helps stop the spread of COVID-19. Yeah, not really. Why, why uh, honestly, if, if masks work, why don't they? Why don't they? Here is Jen Psaki talking about uh, employees and uh, mandating uh, vaccination. There will be limited exceptions for legally recognized reasons, such as disability or religious objections. I know you have all seen the reporting on this, but let me just give you a few top lines of it. Um, so how this will work is the task force, the interagency task force, will provide a ramp up. Jen, have you gotten your vaccination? Period. I haven't seen the video. And we expect federal employees will have about 75 days to be fully vaccinated. That gives people more than enough time, in our view, to start and complete their vaccination series. If a federal worker fails to comply, they will go through the standard HR process, uh, which includes God, the old failing to comply. It's counseling uh, and face uh, disciplinary action. Uh, <laughs> wow. Disciplinary action. Each agency is going to work with employees to make sure they understand the benefits of vaccination oh, and yes. how the vaccines are free, easy, and widely. Oh, of course. They're free and they're easy and they involve your body and having to have a needle stuck in your body and the whole deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here is Emerald Robinson, who is absolutely amazing, actually, works for Newsmax, and she uh, uh, she approached Jen Sake about uh, about the vaccination thing, and uh, Jen Sake, of course, uh, uh, left the room. All right, thanks, everyone. What happened to my body, my choice, when it comes to vaccinations in the Biden administration? And in 2020, Yeah, by my body, my choice. What, what, uh, what happened to that, by the way? I mean, you can kill a baby and all that stuff. I mean, and that's fairly obvious. But as far as sticking a needle in your body with regard to a, a vaccination, eh, not so much a big deal. Like Biden said, he would not demand vaccine mandates. I love this. Let's hear it again. My body, my choice when it comes to vaccinations in the Biden administration. And in 2020, President like Biden said he would not demand vaccine mandates. She didn't answer that. Back in December 2020, <laughs> President-elect Joe Biden has suggested that he would not demand vaccine mandates. However, today saying that he's doing so in, in order to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. But that is once what he said the vaccine would do. Jan and Steve. You would think, yeah. Unbelievable. Emerald Robinson, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. 
Guys, I want to, uh, uh, the show's going to be uh, slightly abridged today. I've got a lot of stuff on the plate. Jason Miller is a uh, chief advisor for Donald Trump. He is an amazing man. He went to Brazil to speak at a conference. And he was basically held, detained by Brazilian authorities for his political views. I'm going to call Jason. I want to find out exactly what happened with Jason because it's pretty powerful. Let's call Jason and find out exactly what happened in Brazil, which could happen right here. How are you, my friend? Good. I'm alive. Uh, well, I know. that's. I heard you were freaking in Brazil. And <laughs> what happened, man? So, so insane. Do you want to, um, uh, do you want to roll on it? I'll do it for the, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's, it's, let, it's, let's talk. We, we, you, you were in Brazil. What happened? So, so insane. One of the things a lot of people might not realize, and be honest with you, I had no idea about this. Supreme Court justices in Brazil are essentially Sonia Sotomayor plus Adam Schiff plus Jim Comey plus <laughs> Peter Strzok. Plus Bob Mueller, all rolled plus Cy Vance, all rolled up into one. Okay, what? they're literally, it's like the, it's like, you know, the Robert Patrick from Terminator Two, all shown up just to go and mow you down. And there's currently this uh, look. President Bolsonaro, um, uh, the president of Brazil, is yeah. currently in this battle against his own deep state. They're trying to silence anyone who wants to have free speech, things like that. So by virtue of my showing up to the CPAC Brazil conference and talking about free speech, uh, the need to always have free speech platforms how it's a concern for people all around the world i essentially ended up on this target list from this out of control uh, unaccountable reckless supreme court justice and so i have this great trip show up for cpac brazil i'm there don jr speaking being via streaming congressman mark green from tennessee is there everything's great magical trip uh you know signing up all sorts of people forget her you know i'm ceo of a social media company yeah i get to the i get to the airport i go through security and i got the federales in plain clothes waiting from the other side saying we need to have a chat Dear and effective, effectively what it was was just a big political brushback they want to try to scare me and getter and anyone who advocates for free speech from doing business in brazil wow Wow, wow, wow. So what what ultimately happened and how did you get out of there? So and, and this is like it, it's something out of a like a really bad movie, oh. uh, especially especially because I say that, you know, you're not going to find anyone good to play me. So it ended up being a bad movie in general. Yeah. But so they, they lead me down this escalator. It's kind of my group. They say two people in my group can go to the plane. Two people have to stay and get questioned. And so I'm in this room and it's this, you know, like federal detention, you know, uh, room, you know, the, the federal police. Wow. And I'm like, am I being arrested? They're like, no. I'm like, can I go? They're like, we need to ask you some questions. Like, okay, so like that, it doesn't mean, you know, like, so I can't go. So I'm like, okay, plus there are like four plainclothes federales between me and the door. So, right, they're probably going to try to stop me if I try to leave. And I go, well, can I ask you um, why, what do you want to ask me questions about? We go, just about your trip to uh, Brazil. I'm like, okay, it was great. Uh, you know, can I go? And, uh, and they said, no, we have two secret, we have an order here from this out-of-control Supreme Court Justice Alexander de Moraes, who I did not know before, but he, he actually does look like a Bond villain. Uh, wow. just kind of this, this goofy bald head guy. And uh, and so, so I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what are the secret investigations about? They say, we can't tell you because they're secret. I'm like, what? Jeez, what do you I'm like, what do you... I'm like, guys, so at this point, I'm not... 
not freaking out, but I'm also like, uh, I start, I was like, because look, ultimately I know I can call the U.S. Embassy, uh, I can call lawyers, uh, yeah. you know, I have, I have some abilities here, but it, uh, and, and I knew it did <laughs> cause a big national, uh, you know, international incident. But the first thing that went through my mind is imagine if you're a citizen of Brazil oh. and and you uh, you don't have recourse or you don't have a U.S. Embassy to call. So anyways, but Rob, I got to tell you just real quick, but these couple, because this is going to blow your mind. So none of the agents... Uh, none of the secret police Gestapo agents actually uh, spoke English. So they pull in our airport concierge woman, uh, who's super nice, well-meaning, but complete with a yellow reflector vest. They pull her in to sit there while the head Gestapo person starts asking me questions. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, uh, look, uh, I haven't seen all 20 seasons of Law & Order, but I know usually <laughs> questions aren't being routed through the, the very nice lady from the airport with her yellow reflector vest vest so she doesn't get run over by the airplane and i'm like so okay this is just weird and uh wow. and so they, wow. they go but if you don't want to answer any questions you can uh you can you have that right here in brazil just sign these you know they put like five pages in portuguese in front of me just sign this and you're free to go i'm like guys come on i'm like i'm not signing something in portuguese that i don't i can't read and uh and it's uh, so ultimately you start asking a couple of questions and start like you know like list every single person that you've met with and and who all uh, you're trying to, uh, you know, is helping you spread your message of, you know, free speech and your your social media platform. I was like, you know what, I've had enough of this. Let's. Uh, I'm condensing the story for the purpose of your broadcast, but because yeah. uh, the whole thing ended up taking hours. Let's call the embassy. Let's let's get a lawyer. Uh, got a lawyer involved. Um, you know, of course, it takes a while to you know get a lawyer there. You get people from the embassy there, yeah. um, and uh, we were not. To be clear, we were not free to leave. And the only thing I could think of was. Like I said, imagine if you're just a, uh, you know, a patriot in Brazil talking about free speech, who would you call? Because when you have this unaccountable, reckless Supreme Court justice, it, 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 look, I will tell you, obviously, having uh, lived through the witch hunt and, you know, having the brain damage of dealing with, you know, Mueller and the, you know, Russia, Russia, Russia probe yeah. and things like that. Yes. Um, it is, uh, at least here in the U.S., you can get a defense, but you realize but. that in some countries, you don't get a defense. But Jason, we're not that far from this now. <laughs> In this country, yeah. we're not. Jason, we're not well, that it, far from this now. No, you're right. And it, oh, it shows what, it, it shows what an unaccountable uh, judiciary can do. And so when we talk about, you know, normally I talk about the, the dangers of big tech, the dangers of wow. big media. Um, now we're going to have to, it, look, when we talk about the dangers of uh, a runaway judiciary. Uh, this is just as serious as not a controlled Twitter or Facebook. Oh, it's uh, it, it, wow. it shows how wow. the how they've weaponized the rule of law, which is a scary thing. Well, Jason, here's the thing, and I and I've said uh, right now we live in a country where the First Amendment. Um, we have the First Amendment, the most glorious piece of legislation in the history of mankind. We do. It's 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 marvelous. It, it's it's greater than the Magna Carta. Just that amendment. But we are being told by big social media, the Democrat Party, and the mainstream media that some things are verboten. Some things are misinformation or disinformatia, as Joseph Stalin said in 1926. With regard to Getter, which is very, and I'm not going to make a blatant plug for Getter, but it's very, very, very important. What sort of hurdles are you facing with regard to being the CEO of this company? 
Well, you know, I'd say right now, I mean, obviously, uh, we have a big target on our back. And mm. it's, it's not just the marketplace mm. competitors in big tech. Yeah. Uh, it's not just the, uh, the haters of conservatives uh, in the media. Uh, but as we see, you now have uh, various government actors. Now, President Bolsonaro, two of his sons, and hundreds of thousands of other Brazilian patriots are on Getter. So it's a, a very popular platform. Yeah. Uh, but you have rogue actors, unaccountable judiciary types in other countries. That we're going to have a target on our back. But you know what? I knew... Uh, look, I, I just got done working for President Trump through two presidential campaigns. Yeah. I'm used to having I'm used to having a target on my back just yeah. getting breakfast in the morning. Yes, sir. Um, so, uh, yeah, so some of this. So the, I mean, the, the only way it's kind of it's one of the things. Quite frankly, I kind of learned from President Trump. Like, if anything, you double down, you triple down. Um, that that was one of the things I said when I was leaving Brazil. And like, you know, hey, I uh, love this place. I love the people. And uh, you know what? I'm going to double my efforts uh, to push free speech now in Brazil. Uh, and, and quite frankly, it, it gives me that knowledge, that base, that what we're doing here in the U.S. is important. Jason, I'm going to talk to you in a little bit. I, I, haven't, I haven't spoken to you since before uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal. Um, and I got to tell you, I really think this is the straw that broke the camel's back um, uh, with regard to Joe Biden. Uh, people are mad at this president. His approval rating is at 38 uh, percent. I have a feeling <laughs> that's really high, actually. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, honestly, if, if, if the media is saying it's 38 percent, it's 25 percent. OK, it just is. Right. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on this Afghanistan withdrawal uh, withdrawal with September the 11th being tomorrow? Uh, what, are, what are your you thoughts? Know- yeah, uh, Mayor Giuliani was on um, Rob Schmidt's show on Newsmax yeah. Thursday evening. Yeah. And I thought the mayor gave a, a very powerful interview. Is he, he directly connected just how offensive the Afghanistan debacle was in yeah. the in the, the light of the, the timing of the VDC to September 11. Yeah. Everything we went through and then to have this. You know, I think, Rob, there's a – if we kind of take a step back, the reason, uh, you know, Afghanistan will be so pivotal in our nation's history because it will be the very first time that we have covered in real 24-7 cable news uh, America's defeat in a war. America's defeat oh, on the global stage. Jesus. And what that does, we're used to, look, ever since Bernie Shaw and CNN in the 19, or, you know, 1991, yeah. we're used to war for us, uh, at least the, when I say us, the American public, not that uh, the people actually have to go and fight it, who've lost lives and lost limbs and, uh, and had uh, uh, in, in, in given the ultimate sacrifice. But Americans as a public are used to watching, uh, here's the target on TV, uh, then all of a sudden explosion, then the end of video and Americans win. Yeah. And that's a, a, a kind of a gross oversimplification, but you get my point. For sure. Now, we had in real time Americans losing, Americans losing their lives, and I think this is uh, I think this is just a, a gut punch. Jason, right we didn't lose. We didn't lose. Uh, the 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 uh, Joe Biden costs cost us a, a, a. It wouldn't be a victory. Don't don't get me wrong, but Joe Biden uh, took away twenty years, two generations of people serving in Afghanistan. He took that away. We we could have walked away without a loss. This is a this is a loss. Uh, this is a tremendous loss. Uh, when you look at all the people, I got a nephew. He's twenty. He's thirty-two now. He has uh, PTSD. Uh, he lost his best friend. Get blown up beside him uh, as a twenty-three-year-old. So this isn't a uh-huh. this isn't a loss. This is this is uh, our our military was willing to win. This was a 
loss by a president. This was a forced loss by a president. Yeah, and, and you're you're exactly right. Maybe the the, the tighter way I would have said is for uh, for the the country uh, to to be viewed as having had this loss on the on the global stage. And what what Joe Biden has done to the psyche of America, what he's done to the morale of our yeah. troops, uh, what he has done to I mean, he is obliterated. When I say obliterated, like uh, stepping on a cicada, obliterated um, uh, any confidence that any ally of ours would have in in our country um i mean if if you're i mean i'll I'll, rob i'll I'll just i'll tell you this um i met with a friend of mine a couple weeks ago who's originally from afghanistan and um uh, he kind of he was he's kind of a shy guy and he's like you know look i'm sorry to say this but uh you know just really scared because my brother is still in afghanistan and uh and i was like well you know why are you you scared and he said because he's been working with the americans for 15 of the last 20 years i know he has a target on him and so there are tens of thousands of people who who fit exactly this category and they know their lives are now on the line the taliban's coming after them jason let me ask you also uh the president yesterday has announced a vaccine mandate for companies with more than 100 employees dear god in heaven Jason, I saw this yesterday, and listen, I'm 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 not going to say my vaccination status. My children have been vaccinated. My wife has been vaccinated. Uh, can you believe that uh, this president is pushing? And what's going to happen? What's what's going to happen in this country? Because I have a feeling that the more this man, who's a liar, uh, pushes for a vaccine mandate, the more people are going to say no. No. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think both constitutionally uh, this will be found to be uh, invalid, but I think also I think the nation's going to push back, and I'll tell you why. Not only because he seemed to have – there seems to have been an Obamacareification – I know that's not a real word, but it is now um, (laughs) – of of the whole vaccine debate. But there's some just real basic things. So, uh, okay, so the fact that it's kind of one set of standards for the federal government, which is mandatory vaccination for everybody – um, then in the when we talk about companies, it's only for a uh, hundred up, which means that everyone's going to get to ninety eight or ninety nine, and then say we don't want to deal with a fourteen thousand dollar per person fine. So now you're going to have companies that just wow. stop growing at, ni- at ninety eight people. But here's but, uh, Rob, just take a step back for a wow. moment, think through this. If when last year we were told you get the jab and then you're covered for COVID for good, I'm not a doctor. I didn't think at the time. Will there be additional variants and things like that? But we were clearly told, even beginning of this year, we were told you get the jab and then you're going to be fine. Well, now they're saying the jab's required. So is it a, a one-time jab? Even though they're saying that future, you have to have future jabs to to protect you. Uh, so is this going to lead to like once every three or five months, Americans have to sit down and get a, another jab or a booster if they want to keep their job? I mean, somewhere Isaac Asimov, Ray Bradbury, George Orwell, yeah. all rolling all rolling over in their graves, yes. saying yes. these these suckers, yeah. uh, like you know, these suckers have done it, and now they have like a, every every you know five months um get another booster or lose your job and it's real quick slippery slope my friend i uh i am not a conspiracy theorist um but i'm gonna tell you uh jason i i i uh i wonder why i wonder why jason that that uh nancy pelosi is insisting that all the members of the house wear a mask but all the members of the senate do not have to 
Okay, I, I wonder why Gavin Newsom says there this is a horrible uh, uh, pandemic that's going to kill everybody, and then he goes to the the French Laundry. I wonder why, in the height of the pandemic, that Anthony Fauci says that everybody's going to die if they don't wear a mask, and he goes to a, a Nationals game. Jason, I think we're being played. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I think we're being played here, dude. I, 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 uh. I, I, I think you're right, and I, I think the other thing too is there's there's even more sinister is the wrong word because I mm. think it's it's so transparent that anyone can see it. There's a reason why Biden pushed the envelope with regard to vaccines on Friday or on Thursday, and that's because he sees that his poll numbers are the worst ever. Yes, yes Afghanistan yes. has been a disaster, and yeah. he knows that if he's picking a fight constitutional or unconstitutional regarding covid he will get some of his base back into line um whereas he knows if he's talking afghanistan uh then he loses 48 states and mondale says you know hold my beer when it comes to 20 <laughs> when it comes to 2024 yeah. and it's it's, yeah. it's, it's that yeah. blatant it's that obvious yeah well you know the one thing i will tell you right now the the mask thing is 100 percent effective in spreading fear and that's it. And that's it. And that's it. Well, and, and here's look. I know oh. I've said this to you before. I have to say it again. Yes, sir. Fauci, look, Fauci said no masks. Then one. Then two. Then it was like the whole box of masks. Then it went down to zero. Huh. Here's a serious question: When we talk about uh, whether it be uh, the jab or even the masks, if we were told before that one mask is not effective, you need two. Oh. Why is it not? Why is it not the regulation for Amtrak and airlines and yes. inside buildings and yes. restaurants to wear multiple masks? Yeah. They're just saying wear a mask because it's a it's a joke. The science is changing. There are a lot of things that that we don't know. And Anthony Fauci, to defend his being the highest paid government employee in the entire federal government, yeah. is part of my language of making blank up. And yeah. he, he does not know what he's doing. He changes his opinion every five minutes. Um, and we're I'm sick of us getting played like sheep. Yeah. But Jason, uh, I have uh, somebody who's not, a, not really a friend of mine, but Phil Valentine is a t- uh, talk show host who just passed away. And as a public media figure, if you question anything with regard to COVID and you die, uh, it could end up being your legacy. Phil Valentine was a good and, mm-hmm. decent, a good and decent man, but his death has been politicized. He has been, he, you should have, Phil, you should have never talked about COVID because it killed you. And, and I, I just, I, you know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very careful about, uh, you know, uh, uh, taking care of myself. Uh, I don't want to get COVID, but at the same time, I worry when, uh, when people who just managed to speak out a little bit about whatever, they ended up being branded in their death. Uh, and, and so it, it, when, when I see him passing away and his obituary on uh, the mainstream media is, well, he didn't agree with the government, so he died the COVID. Honestly, it's, it's, it's terrifying to me you know it's uh, i was actually i shouldn't say joking around but i kind of was joking around maybe kind of a macabre uh, sort of sense but uh look i know that uh you know one day when you know hopefully i live to be a, a nice old age or you know jason miller dies at the age of 75 uh he shouldn't have worked for donald trump you know or or they'll, they'll do the, the canceling yeah. of, you know beca- yeah. because he because he worked for Damn donald it. trump he's now dead at the age of 75 i mean they're going to uh you know unless we do something about this cancel culture unless we 
unless we wipe out this uh, you know this this dreadful scourge and it's it's going to be a long a long battle but it's something we have to win that's how they're going to try to define uh, not just a generation but generations of people in this country well they've done this they did this in the Soviet Union uh, they've done this before um, and it, it is uh, quite simply frightening uh, President Trump uh, he's doing a bunch of rallies by the way real quick before we wrap things up uh, I know he's going to be in uh, in uh, in Georgia he's going to be in my home state of Iowa I hope to uh, get up to see that uh, how's he doing what's what's going on on the Trump front my friend uh, he's doing great. I saw him on uh, saw him Wednesday evening. I went and visited with him at Bedminster for a little bit, uh, and I, I tell you, I don't know if I've ever seen him in just uh, such a kind of a, a, a good mood. And it's you know he um, Jason. He uh, looks he, good. He's lost he, his weight. He, he looks good. He looks good. <laughs> and the other thing is too, he's. He is in focus like a laser beam yeah. on uh, on uh, calling out Joe Biden and trying to save this country. Yes, and uh, look, uh, President Trump, he's in his 70s. He's a billionaire. He's an ex-president. Yeah. He has a lot of things he could be doing with his time. All he wanted to talk about is how we go and save America. And I'm just sitting there thinking, um, and, uh, you know, is that Al Scott to autograph a hat for me, which is cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, But as we're, as we're talking about, you know, here's this guy who literally could do anything in the world that yeah. he wants. And what he's talking about is we have to save this place from Joe Biden and, and the, the crazy Democrats. I was like, you know what? Like, just what a, what a good guy. I mean, just yeah. aside from, yeah. you know, ideologically being there, being someone who's a friend, like, uh, you know, uh, thank goodness we still have some uh, uh, some leaders who, who view their job uh, in this uh, in this in this construct. So uh, it's, it made me made me proud, even more proud uh, to uh, to be an ally of the president's and just let people know he's, he's passionate about this. Well, uh, Joe Biden became a millionaire by being in government uh, <laughs> Donald Trump lost a lot of money by being in government um, I know there's a lot of debate about 2024 and Donald Trump running for president um, I, I, I know he is <laughs> he's going to because <laughs> I think I think it's important I think it's important to him uh, and it is not about anything it's not about enriching himself it's about defending the country and we are seeing more and more um, that that people want the country to be saved and uh, Donald Trump appears to be that person so Jason I appreciate your time I'm glad you made it out of Brazil alive <laughs> <laughs> I know that's being detained, being detained by the uh, uh, the Brazilian police was not on my bingo card for this week. Uh, but, but hey, um, you know you, 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 you know you live and you learn. All right, bro. Uh, take care of yourself. Hope to talk to you soon. Okay, buddy. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. See you. Bye. All right, there you go, Jason. Um, Jason Miller. What an incredible interview. Wow. <laughs> I mean, just wow. That is going to do it for the show today, my dear friends. I do appreciate you joining me. I would also like to encourage you to go to Home Title Lock, okay? If you have some equity in your phone, or in your home, I should say, phone home, <coughs> in your home, uh, there's a good chance that some cyber thief is going to try and take it. I've been a victim of identity theft. It's terrible. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. And use the promo code radio, get 30 days of free protection because there are people who are knock, knock, knocking at your door. They are cyber thieves and they want to use your equity to sign on loans on your home. And you're going to wake up and you're going to go, what the, what, what? I, I'm responsible for a $50,000 home equity loan. Really? 
It's happening, guys. It's happening. It's a great company. I am so glad to be involved with uh, Home Title Lock. Again, if you would go to HomeTitleLock.com, use the uh, the code radio. That would be huge. All right, guys. Have a glorious weekend with your family. September the 11th is happening tomorrow. It is a day that I will never, ever, ever forget. And I know you won't either. And for those who are not old enough to remember it, please do your research. Because it is a, uh, a day that will live in infamy for all of us. Have a glorious day, guys. God bless you. God bless our first responders and police. God bless our military, both living and departed, and our Gold Star families. And in the meantime, guys, don't get so stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.